Welcome to the Wealth and Wellness Podcast with me, Kaylee Boisvert. I specialize in helping people to achieve their financial goals. I have a love for all things numbers, and I am passionate about financial literacy. My goal is to spark healthy and positive conversations around wealth and investment and create a world where nobody is limited by their financial situation. But wealth is just one piece in the equation of living our best lives. So join me as we explore both wealth and wellness topics. From your net worth to your self-worth, get ready to take confident action. Hello, this is Kaylee, and thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Wealth and Wellness Podcast. I'm really excited for today's chat. We're joined by a special guest, and I think this topic that we're going to be chatting about is very timely, very relevant for everything we've been through over the last kind of year and a half plus with COVID and everything that's been going on. So again, really excited to have our guest here today. We are joined by Courtney St. Clair. Courtney is a transformative style coach. She fuses personal development with personal style. And her goal is for you to look in the mirror and be completely lit the F up um, by what you see. So you can align with your next level woman and manifest your wildest dreams with complete trust and ease. So I love, 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 love that because it's so in alignment with what we talk about on this podcast. It's wealth and wellness. We, we link the two. I don't believe that, you know, wealth operates in its own separate bubble either. And there is so much to do with, with us and how we're showing up that um, it relates to wealth too. And I think you're going to chat about that. I've noticed um, posts and things like that on your Instagram about that. So I love that. I love that you make that kind connection. Um, so Courtney, just to get started, do you want to share a little bit with listeners about your background and what brought you to do the work that you do today? Yeah, sure. So I am a stylist by education, by trade. I've always been very, very involved in the fashion industry. I started when I was, you know, 15 years old working retail. I studied styling in college. I went on to be a certified makeup artist. And then before I really kind of had any chance to really start any sort of career, I actually met a man and we decided to start a family. So it was very important to me to play a very active role in my children's life. And I'm very, very fortunate that I was able to be a stay-at-home mom. So about five years after kind of being at home, I was like, well, I kind of feel like there's a little bit more to life than, you know, just being a mom. I had this whole part of me that I kind of just put on the back burner and it was kind of poking at me saying, you know, don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. Don't forget about me. And so I started a blog just to keep myself busy. And then that's when I really started to kind of learn about self-development. It wasn't something that I really knew very much about, you know, growing up. Um, It's not nothing that was kind of talked about in school or anything like that when I was growing up. And it's more and more being talked about now, now that social media is around and, you know, people are able to find this information much more easily. Um, And I got really, really into it. And I became like this like source of information and I would want to learn it absolutely as much as I could. And then I never really actually did anything with the information. I just had a whole bunch of knowledge, but knowledge is only potential power, right? It only actually becomes powerful 
when you use it, which I wasn't doing. So I didn't understand why I really wasn't seeing the growth. I really wasn't seeing the change. And then about probably about a year and a half ago now, I don't know, I kind of, I kind of lost track of time a little bit <laughs> with COVID, but I walked by the mirror and I was like, holy, you like preach about, you know, showing up as, you know, your most successful woman. You don't look anything like the version of yourself who you aspire to be. You know, you have a closet full of clothes that are fabulous and they're sitting there and they're waiting for this, you know, one day, but you know, why not today be the one day? So that's when kind of, I made the connection to link, you know, my love for learning and personal development, as well as my love for style and image and fashion and how they kind of intermingle together and how I could use the style to actually implement the things that I learned about personal development and, you know, everything changed for me. And I started sharing my journey on Instagram and I had other women starting to reach out to me saying, what are you doing? Can you like lead me through the same journey? And that's really how my business was born. I love that. That's all like, so relatable to, I think for women like myself as a mom, my daughter said to me just the other day, we were shopping for clothes for her because changing seasons and they grow and, and I was just pointing out stuff in the store. I'm like, I should get that. Or maybe I should wear that. And she's like, mom, you haven't been stylish since you had me. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> so there is this, yeah, this, I guess we put ourselves on the back burner, like you said, as moms and it's, you know, our kids and, and everything else can sort of find the way of, of being the priority and coming first. But, um, we can't lose sight of that. And, um, I love how you sort of then took that opportunity to say, why not right now? And, and be in that because there is so much power in, in being that, that person right now, rather than, you know, when I get this, when I get this promotion or when I, you know, go do this different thing in my career, then I'll, I'll have this or be able to be that person, but it's actually showing up as that person right now to make sure that we, we can manifest. It never actually works that way. You always say when I get there, but you got to look back and think of all the other times that you said, well, when I get there and you never actually did it. And it's like, you're always chasing it, but you never actually stop and start to embody it. When you get to the level that you said you were going to, you just kind of raise, you continually raise the bar without ever actually, you know, like doing the thing that you said you were going to do when you got there, which is why it's, it's really, really important to just make one day today because today is one day. So what would you say then for people that, you know, with COVID that we've probably been in, a, you know, a different state where it's people staying at home, we're doing Zoom calls, we're wearing our sweatpants with our, you know, nice attire on top and things like that. You know, what can we be aware of when it comes to our style um, coming out of COVID and, and this lockdown, if we maybe haven't bought even new clothes in years and we feel a little bit out of touch now? So, I mean, it's totally, I mean, all of us kind of settled into kind of sweatpants in the past, you know, year and a half going into COVID. But even I, I encouraged my clients and my followers, even when they were, you know, working from home, there's actually something called enclosed cognition. And what enclosed cognition is, is it's the scientific phenomenon that we tie certain qualities and certain characteristics and certain traits to specific articles of clothing. And when we put those clothing, that type of clothing on, we actually start to embody it. So for a lot of us, you know, sweatpants equals lounging. So when we put those sweatpants on, we automatically go more into lounge mode, which means it's affecting your quality of work. It's affecting your productivity. It's affecting how you show up. 
And then the other side to that is when you see yourself in the mirror, and it's not just in the mirror, when you see, you know, your reflection in your laptop, or you see, you know, your reflection in the window walking by, you automatically trigger a positive or negative thought in your head about what you're seeing about yourself, right? And that positive or negative thought is going to shift how you actually show up, right? If you look in the mirror, you're like, oh, I look like hell, who cares? I'm just like working from home in my sweatpants, whatever. You're lowering your vibe, right? And it's shifting how you're showing up for yourself. It's shifting how you're showing up for your work and your clients. But if you look in the mirror and you're like, wow, like I really have it together. I look good. I feel good. All of a sudden, now you're vibrating at a higher level. You are showing up that much more powerfully for yourself, that much more powerfully for your clients, right? So it, it really, really does matter your self-image predetermines you know and sets the tone for your day I love that okay so we have to get out of the sweatpants <laughs> or put yeah. them on after work yeah put them on when you get home when you want to tell your brain okay it's like they say that you shouldn't you know watch tv in bed because then when you get in bed you're it will trigger okay this is where I sleep right so when you put on your lounge clothes it's going to trigger to your brain okay now it's time for me to chill out and relax it's the same thing with people who you know, just chill out or just do their day-to-day stuff in, in their workout gear. Like, you know what I mean? I'm wearing my, like my active wear. I'm wearing the same leggings that I go to the gym in when I'm out, you know, running errands. It, it affects how you're going to show up for your workouts because your brain hasn't associated it. Be, when I wear these clothes, this is the activity that I'm supposed to be doing in that. Right. I love that. Okay. So I didn't even realize that I didn't even, my I wasn't aware of this. So this is very important information for how we're showing up. So having these different outfits, these, this different attire for each different thing that we're showing up for makes sense to. You can co-mingle them together. Like there's no reason why you can't take something that you do, you know, casual activities and on the weekends and tie them into your workwear. But you want to make sure that you have other pieces on you that make you feel productive, that, you know, okay, this is this. I encourage people to take note of what they're wearing and how they show up throughout the day. And that will kind of give them a clue to, you know, assessing what do I need to do today? How do I need to show up? What in my closet do I know is going to allow me to show up as that? And I mean, you can co-mingle your pieces together, you know, through different activities that you have. You don't need to have like set compartmentalized clothes, but you need to realize that if you are living in your workout gear all the time, it's going to affect how you show up at the gym, right? If you only wear your work, like you want to be able to take the clothes that you wear to work and dress them down on the weekends, that's totally cool. But you don't want to wear an outfit that you would wear, you know, on the weekend to work, right? You can mix and match the pieces, but you need to realize what pieces do what for you. I love that. Yeah. So it's just being a little bit, it's more intentional. It's putting some thought into that and how you want to show up, how you want it to actually unfold and then matching that with, with how you're feeling. Um, Yeah. Like take your work blazer, pair it with a graphic shirt and a pair of jeans on the weekend. No problem. You've got your graphic shirt. You've got your jeans, you know, okay, this is my more casual clothes, but I know when I pair that blazer with a button down and a pair of heels, like it's on productivity is kicked in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm boss, boss woman then. Yes. I love it. Okay. What about like, I just think about how we dress. It's interesting. Cause I've always thought of how we dress and how we, the clothes we wear. 
I've always been fascinated by it and, and I, you know, take note of what people are wearing and things like that, but that it's, it's a, sort of an expression too of our authentic selves, or it's, it feels like when we are buying something, it's, it's our tastes or something that stands out to us, um, with what we're actually wearing. So how can you like help people kind of guide their, their wardrobes or their attire they're buying in that sense of like being true to your authentic self? Cause I find it's, you know, I've been in jobs where I felt like I had to buy maybe a certain wardrobe and they, it just didn't feel like I wanted to wear the clothes necessarily, or that they expressed me. It was like, I felt like I had to, you know, buy these for the role but it's almost like feeling then uncomfortable in, in what you're wearing as a result of that. So I guess the idea of, you know, how do we incorporate making sure we're feeling like our authentic selves, even with the clothes we wear, not feeling like we have to sort of put on something else or be someone else in what we're putting on. So the first thing you want to do is you want to get actually very, very clear on what it is that you want when you come to your style, right? There are like, I always like to say like, and want are two different things. You can like a specific aesthetic. I love a boho aesthetic. I think it's beautiful. I think it's gorgeous. And when a woman shows up in a really nice elevated boho chic outfit, I'm like, wow. Right. But I wouldn't want that for myself. I like it, but I don't want it. Right. But it's very easy for us to see what looks really good on other people. And we know that we want to have a good style. So we try and emulate the things that we see other people wearing. We're influenced by them rather than being inspired or rather than saying, I appreciate her style, but I don't want it for myself, but I can totally appreciate that she has a very good style and she's a gorgeous woman and she is owning herself authentically. That's what I desire for myself. I desire that embodiment, but not that style. So getting really, really clear on what you want with your style. I have um, 11 style success journal prompts that I give out for free. So I can give you a link to that, that you can share with your listeners And then there will be times when you need to assimilate to a certain environment, right? Like if you have an office job, you need to show up looking office professional, but you want to be able to tie aspects of your personal style into your, what you're wearing to the office, right? You don't want to run into your boss or a client when you're out for dinner on Saturday night and have them be totally shocked and confused by what it is that you're wearing, right? Because it's going to impact their trust in you, right? Think about when we're watching TV, we see characters, we fall in love with these characters, we connect to them, we feel like we know them, but we never ever see them showing up and being like, what the heck, what are they wearing, right? We don't do that. It just always makes sense. They always look like them, right? Or else it would be confusing. We'd be like, what, do I even know this character anymore? Like what's happening with them? Why are they dressed like that, right? It's the same in real life. So if you aspire to have, you know, this kind of like grunge rocker kind of vibe to your style, you don't want to shock the living daylights out of people when they see you outside of the office with that kind of look. So you say, okay, how can I take aspects of this kind of grungier, edgier style and tie it into my look? And that could be, you know, with darker lipstick and dark nail polish or, you know, some really edgy accessories that you add on to, or depending, you know, what kind of, what your office is, you know, can you do like a band t-shirt under your blazer with your dress pants, right? Small little ways that you can tie things in so that when they see you out on dinner on Saturday night, they run into you in a restaurant. They're like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Actually, like this is exactly what I would expect her to be looking like when she's 
off work hours, right? They're not confused. They still feel like they know you, right? I love that. That's so interesting. I don't even like my mind is like, oh, that makes sense. It's not things though that come to mind or are what I think of when I think about style, but the idea of, like you said, just having some sort of jewelry that really represents you or something that you can add on to it. Um, it's still making it, you know, feel like you and not that you're too much outside of yourself, but yeah, putting it on. So it's, it's, you get to represent that, that version of you then in outside of the office and things like that. I love that. That's awesome. That's a great tip for, for professionals that have sort of different kind of work attires for their, for their roles they wear and things like that. Um, what about then like tips for, for moms when, like we said, it's when, as a mom feels like you're, you know, it's busy and, and there's always a time crunch and you're always in a rush to get out the door maybe. And it's, we're, we're preparing our kids and making sure all bases are covered with them, but it's like, almost like, again, back burner, we take like kind of a back seat to that. And, and maybe as women, we're not putting as much, um, time and effort into ourselves. And then, like you said, it, it can feel a bit of a, a sense of almost like losing yourself or losing touch with, with who, who that was, who you are. So it really, it comes down to choosing to make yourself a priority. And sometimes when you're in the season of life that you have, you know, younger children, it means that you have to make sacrifices in other areas, right? So I wake up at five o'clock in the morning to make sure that I have myself completely ready before my children get out of bed. And it makes the morning go that much easier. It makes everything go that much easier because I feel better. You know, I want to say hi to people at school drop off. I'm not, you know, dropping my kids off and like ducking and hiding and trying to run away. Right. I feel good. I'm making connections I'm seeing, you know, people. Um, and I show a lot better for my kids as well, because I don't feel like it's their fault that I feel bad because I'm so busy with them. Right. You don't think that you make these kind of connections, but subconsciously you do, because I don't have any time for myself. I don't have any time for my, oh, I just swore, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> why, why, why don't I have any time for myself? Oh my God, it's because of the kids. And then all of a sudden, you know, you, ha- you form this little subconscious resentment, but to take back your power, you have to choose to make yourself a priority, right? So that means, you know, sacrificing a little bit of sleep to get yourself up, to get yourself ready for the day. Maybe that means that you, you know, only watch one show on Netflix the night before and you go to bed an hour earlier to get yourself up a little bit earlier, right? It's an active choice that you have to make and you have to decide that you're worth that choice. So that's what I do. I get up a little bit earlier and I ensure that I am fully ready before my children get out of bed, right? There are, it takes a little bit when you're learning your style and you're learning how to dress for your body shape of time, a little bit more time to really, you know, learn how to finesse and learn how to put, pull together an outfit really quick. So you can kind of pre-plan if that's something that you're into, like meal planning, but like outfit planning. But I always suggest having more outfits planned than you would need for the week because you want to assess how you're feeling in the morning and assess what you can wear to help you feel how you want to feel, right? And you might not have an outfit planned specifically for that if you only have seven, or you might get to the end of the week and be like, but I don't feel like wearing that. Now I have nothing to wear, right? But as you learn, and as 
you'll finesse your eye and it'll get faster and faster and faster. It's like when you're teaching your kid how to do math, right? Like when they're learning two plus two, they're like, oh, you know, you got to write down the two and then you add the two and then you like, but now as an adult, you're like two plus two is four. You just, you just know, right? And you will train yourself to just know when it comes to style, you'll be able to pull things together really, really quickly as you start to play and as you start to invest the time to play. So going into your closet on a weekend, you know, and taking a couple of hours to just play around with what you have in your closet and mix and match things together, snap pictures of things that you really like so that when you are in a time crunch in the morning and you, and you if you haven't pre-planned, you can say, okay, let me scroll through my Rolodex of outfits. There's the one. And you pull all of the pieces out and it's done, right? And then there'll be other times when you just you just pull things together in the morning right away. You know exactly what you want to wear and you, you start to get these images in your head and visualizations of outfits that you can wear based on what you have based on your play, right? It's like going in and playing dress up, except now you're a grown up and you, the, you know, the heels fit and you get to become, you know, the woman of your dreams if you actually dress like her, right? I love that. Yes. I played a lot of dress up as a kid. So that is a good reminder because I've never thought of that just going in and playing. So just at a time that you don't even need to pick out an outfit or go like, cause for me, it's always a t- like, okay, I'm going somewhere. I need to get dressed. What am I going to wear? And it's that uh, like the um, anxiety and last minute, but right. actually doing it in a separate time. And then when you're not on a time crunch or anything like that, and just being more intentional about it by giving yourself that time right because when you are in a time crunch and you're getting frustrated what happens is you end up getting frustrated then you end up settling on something that you go okay well this is good enough and good enough is never the vibe first of all you know the vibe is I look spectacular I feel fabulous right that is the vibe that you want to leave with but when you're in your closet and you're feeling frustrated and you settle on good enough you're leaving your house in a vibe of defeat, in a vibe of frustration, right? And that is a very, very low vibrational state to be in. You will energetically make yourself a match for lower vibrational things. You know, your body language is going to be shut off. You're going to close yourself off to opportunities. You might kind of try and blend in if you're going to an event, be like, hey, I want to sink to the background. But If you head into your closet and you're empowered and you're like, yes, I know exactly what I'm going to wear to this thing. And then you get yourself dressed and you walk out your drawer, you feel confident, you feel fire. You're going to bust the doors of that event like you own it, right? And you're going to be like, look at me, here I am. And that is going to open yourself up to opportunities. You know, if you had showed up in that defeated vibe, you could miss out on something spectacular had you showed up in a different vibrational state. I love that. That's it is so powerful and it is such a, yeah, an impact. It's our whole energy is affected by that. And other people, you know, can, can pick up on that. Like how many times do you meet someone and you're just like, wow, they just had a great energy. And it was just something about them that you're so drawn to. We can represent that. Like we can always show up that way ourselves as well. Um, So that's so important. I love it. Um, What about then for people that feel like, Um, I mean, out of touch with style, maybe they are, they haven't spent time doing this. So they need to go out and do some shopping or, you know, get some additions for their closets and things like that. And like, I find myself even going like, what are, what are the trends or what is, you know, timeless, or I go through my closet and I'm like, is this still in style or is it not? And I don't even know what to do. So I'm just like, I'll just move on to the next thing. 
trends are fun. Trends are a really good way to keep your look looking current, right? But you don't want to invest in too many trends. Like they say, you know, skinny jeans are out, right? But they're not because you can still buy them in stores. You know, if, if you can't buy something in a store, if you're the person that can only find the things that you like in the very back corner of a secondhand store, your look is dated, right? You can't get anything new in a store. You can only find it in the thrift store. Then your look is dated. You are, you know, that one random woman that everybody seems to somehow know that is stuck in the 80s with her perm and her brown lip liner with her like pink lipstick and her bedazzled jean jacket, right? Those people look out of touch. Nobody wants to be that woman. But if that woman had have just held on to, you know, one of those things that felt really, really true to her, like maybe she kept her permed hair or maybe she just kept her bedazzled jean jacket, but adopted a few other more current trends on the way, nobody would be looking at her like she's completely out of touch with reality, right? So looking at kind of the trends that are in and deciding which ones are going to serve me, you know, does it suit my body type? Does it suit, you know, my coloring? Does it suit my goal and my vision for my style, right? When you have your style curated, whether, you know, you decide on a vibe for your style, like it's a little bit boho or, you know, a little bit classically preppy or, you know, a little bit androgynous or like when you decide on that, that's you. That becomes your style and that is timeless. There are timeless pieces the wardrobe classics, the wardrobe basics that will kind of go through, you know, every style vibe that are needed to build out cool outfits. I call these, it's like cooking, right? You have your main ingredient, which is like your piece of chicken or like the the main entree of the dish. You could just serve the chicken on its own by itself with no seasoning, no nothing. That would be fine. Right. But it'd be a little bit boring. Right. So you want to add, you know, a little bit of spice or a little bit of you know, oils or anything onto it to make it more exciting, right? And those spices and all that kind of add-on stuff that you add onto the chicken are like your trendier pieces, right? That make it a little bit more, make it more flavorful. And then you add on your sides, which are like your accessories, right? And then, you know, you, you serve it with a really, really awesome drink pairing. And that is like your hair and your makeup, right? And it all comes together to create a really, really awesome meal that you serve or really, really awesome look that you serve, right? So if you've completely kind of let your style go, starting with figuring out, you know, what you want your style to be, how do you envision the most successful version of yourself dressing? What do you truly desire when it comes to your style? And then learning what your body shape is and how to dress for your body shape. I have a free body shape guide that I'll send you a link for as well that will help you determine what your body shape is, as well as three stylist tips on how to dress in the most flattering way. And then, you know, learning your coloring and then going out. And it really is about experimentation and play. Knowing your body shape and knowing your coloring helps you figure out exactly what to look for that will be very very flattering on you but then it's about kind of playing with the pieces right you can have all of the theory but until you go out you actually start to apply it again it doesn't really do much for you right you need to play you need to experiment and that is really how you start to develop your style 
And just like anything, if you can't figure it out on your own, there are people like myself that are available to help you, right? There's free resources, there's paid resources, there's one-on-ones, right? There's all kinds of different ways that you can get help for this, just like you would, you know, if you had were not feeling well and you know, you tried home remedies and you couldn't figure out what the matter was on your own, you would go to a doctor to help you, right? Well, if you're trying to figure out your style and you've exhausted, you know, all the things that you're able to do on your own, you can go out and get help from somebody who's a professional in that area. Yes. Yeah. Remember, yeah, you're not alone and there are professionals that are there to support you. Absolutely. Because if it does feel like it's just frustration and you'd kind of just like throw your hands in the air, I can't do this then maybe that is the point where you say, you know, maybe I need a little bit of assistance on this and that's okay because that's why professionals like yourself, myself, that's why we exist. We're there to support people. Um, And I really like the idea of just breaking it down to what is your goals? What is your vision for your style? Um, The same is true with money. Like I always say, you can't get to a destination with your money if you haven't spent time saying, well, what is it that I want to achieve? Instead of, you know, looking around us and, and thinking we have to do what other people are doing when it comes to money and finances, really stepping back and saying for yourself, you know, what do I want? What are my goals? Taking time to really explore those. I love like using the same concept then with your style and with how you're going to show up then and how you're going to look if you take some time. Um, so giving it time and attention, which oftentimes, like if you are having a struggle, that's probably step one is that we're not giving it time and attention. We're not taking that first step that you pointed out. So I love that so much. Um, again, I love your posts on Instagram. And I guess, you know, down the line or the benefit of all this, like we're talking about showing up with, with your style, with feeling empowered. Um, can you talk a little bit about that and how it impacts self-worth? Cause, um, some of the things you post is like, yeah, how we dress is, is that future vision of, you know, where we want to be in our careers or, um, in our lives and that feeling like a million bucks, like, how do we, how do we create that for ourselves? How do we replicate it? So the way that it works is is we all have something called a reticular activating system. And a reticular activating system, it's a group of neurons in your brain that actually act as a filter. So its job is to take what you're focusing on and create a filter to remove everything that doesn't align with that focus. So it's kind of like when you're watching TV and you turn the TV to a channel, you know, it tunes out everything else that's happening, you know, in the airwaves and only showing you the information that you've specifically asked it to be showing. So When you make it a focus to get dressed as the version of yourself, that would be your ultimate dream pinnacle version success of yourself. And you actually see her in the mirror staring back at you. You have activated that part of reticular activating system to say, that is what I'm focused on. I see myself as this million dollar version of myself your brain is going to start to tune out things that don't align with that. So you're going to start to notice more and more things to show you evidence that you're actually on your way to becoming that person. You're on your way to being that million dollar woman because you're seeing her every time you look in the mirror. And when you start to see other areas of it appearing in other areas of your life, as a result, it's going to start to shift your beliefs. It's going to start to shift, you know, how you show up, your actions that you're taking. You're like, oh my God, this is really, really working. And that is how you start to align to that million dollar version of yourself, if that's your goal, right? It always comes down to kind of what are my goals and 
how do I picture myself showing up as that most successful version of myself? Because at the end of the day, when you get to the end of your life, what really is going to matter is if you feel that you fulfilled what you view as success, right? That everyone else isn't going to care about, you know, what you had or what you did and didn't do except for yourself, which is why it's really important to differentiate what success means to you and what you want out of your lifetime and how are you showing up looking like in that, you know, version. So style relates back to our self-worth because, you know, we all have specific feelings about money in general, you know, what, what we believe is possible, what we don't believe is possible, but we also have a certain way that we believe and feel about money when it becomes to us personally, right? And those thoughts and those beliefs and those feelings, they're all activated when it comes time to shop, when it comes time to get dressed, you know, when it comes time to otherwise, you know, maintain your physical appearance, you know, your grooming, because you come face to face with your own worthiness, with your own self-value, right? It's one thing to say, wow, that is a really spectacular handbag, you know, is it worth $5,000? Absolutely, like totally, the craftsmanship, everything is spectacular about it, it's totally worth $5,000, but I'm not worthy of having it. I'm not worthy of spending $5,000 on a handbag, right? So that is why your style is such a powerful tool to shift your money mindset and raise your self-worth and attract more abundance because you're able to actually physically see where you're lacking, right? So if you, you know, desire a $5,000 handbag and then you can afford a $5,000 handbag and you're choosing to buy your handbag from Zara, you're discounting yourself. You're discounting your self-worth, right? So it's about, you know, taking the next step up, you know, saying, okay, I'm no longer buying my handbag at Zara. Maybe you don't go out and buy that $5,000 handbag straight away because, you know, maybe one, even if you, even if you can't afford it, it's going to shoot you too far out of your comfort zone that you're going to retreat back, right? Or two, you know, you can't afford it, but you can afford the next step up in Zara. Like your mentality has gone from, well, I can't afford Chanel, so I'm just going to buy Zara. But, you know, there are so many price points in between Chanel and Zara that you could say, you know what, I'm going to move the next step up. And then, you know, once I get comfortable there, I'm going to move the next step up. You know, the more you start to see this version of yourself come to reality, the more that you're going to start to attract, the more you're going to raise your self-value, the more you're going to feel that you're worth. So the more you're going to be able to hold. I love that. That's just, it just brings in so much of what we talk about on this podcast and it's self-worth and worthiness. Like the way we, we look and style, it's not just a, about thinking it's, you know, surface level and we're just putting on a show or something like that. Like it's, this is how you were you know, outwardly displaying, you know, how we're feeling and how we're, we're showing up feeling empowered and um, confident and, and that's what it's about. It's not just, yeah, being vain or trying to, you know, be the most beautiful or look the best. It's just, it's feeling our, our best for ourselves. And that's really where the power is. Yeah. It's never about, you know, being the prettiest person in the room. It's never about being the most beautiful. It's never about being, looking like, you know, you've just walked off the cover of, oh, because the vast majority of people don't look like that. And if you look at some of the most successful people in the world, none of them look like they could, you know, be a supermodel at all, but they've always shown up as the best version of themselves. They've always 
taken pride in the way that they presented themselves. If you even Steve Jobs, who in the end only showed up, you know, in black pants and black sweaters, they were always, you know, impeccable black pants and black sweaters. You know, they weren't old and ratty and holy. But even if you look back to his younger years, before, like once you reach a certain pinnacle of success, it, it doesn't become as important, right? It, it, you can let it go a step back because people know you, they know who you are, they know what you're all about, they know that you're successful, right? But if you look back in his younger years, he showed up, you know, he had the suit, he had the tie, he had all of that stuff because it shifts people's perceptions of you, right? And it's just a tool. It's just a tool to show people um, and, and influence them, right? You're, you're leveraging that tool to influence people's perceptions of you. And why would you not use that tool to your absolute fullest advantage, right? And it's, again, it's not about dressing for other people. It's about dressing for yourself first. So you can, you know, leave the right impression and the right perception on the right people, right? Yeah. If you're, if you're dressing out of alignment with yourself and you're dressing to impress a certain set of people, those are not going to be the right people to get you where you want to go. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're doing it for you. You're doing it for how you want to show up your goals, um, your self-worth, your empowerment. Absolutely. And if we're, yeah, if we're focused on external, that's where we're going to get all in our heads and probably it will be a lot harder of a process. When you align your internal with your external, you align with the people that are going to be able to help you get where you want to go. Like your group of people, like your soulmate clients or your soulmate mentors, or, your, you know, the people that are really your people that you feel that you can be a hundred percent yourself around without having to put on any masks or, or fake anything, or, you know, be inauthentic. Right. And that, that is where your whole fulfillment is going to come from is being able to be authentically, truly you, without having to feel any sort of, you know, anxiety around how it's going to affect, you know, the people that are a part of your world. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it's fun. And it, you think of yourself as, you know, in certain scenarios or when you felt amazing, when you got, you know, your hair done, your makeup done, or you were wearing something that you just loved. It's, it's like a, it's a, it's a positive experience. It's uplifting. It is very much like it does bring up the vibration on how you're feeling. And it, it is nice to be in those moments. Like it's nice to do a date night with your partner and, and dress up and, you know, and, and do your makeup and things like that. If you feel like you've kind of been in the whole, in the house a lot, you know, with COVID and everything like that, if you can do those things, it does feel good. And it feels nice to be in that, that mode as well. Yeah, but like imagine being able to take that feeling that you get when you dress up for these special occasions and bring it into your everyday life. Like imagine the impact that would have on how your day-to-day -day goes for you, right? You don't know what opportunities you're walking right by when you're not dressed to, you know, put yourself in an energetic aligned state to be a match for them, right? In the movies, when does the woman meet the man or like when does she bump into that high power CEO who sees something in her and gives her the job interview that you know changes the trajectory of her life it's when she's out running some sort of errand in her day-to-day -day life and she literally just smacks right into them right mm -hmm. so when you're going to the grocery store and you're saying well who cares what I look like I'm just going to the grocery store 
that trip to the grocery store could have changed the whole trajectory of your life if you had been dressed in an energetic state to be the match for the opportunity that you walked right by because you were in sweatpants and your husband's college t-shirt with a hole in it because <laughs> you were just going to the grocery store you like you don't know when you're dressed when you make it a priority to show up for yourself you're ready for anything you're ready yes. for anything that's going to go your way right somebody calls you up and says hey you want to meet for lunch you're like yeah I'm ready to go because you're ready yeah but if you're not you're gonna be like oh well maybe next time and yeah. that, that lunch that you missed out on could have been you know the lunch where you were sitting in the table next to you know the boss of the company that you're dying to work at right you like you don't know when you don't show up for yourself what you're missing out on yeah yeah, absolutely. I know. I met my boyfriend, like he saw me from his building and it was, I was wearing like a superhero shirt. So I, that's probably not a good ad for this, <laughs> for what we're saying, but it really drew him in. He loves superheroes. So, um, I mean, I wouldn't suggest that for everyone if that's not, you know, <laughs> in the realm of what you're looking for, but you're right. It's just, we never know. And, and when we're out, especially in for business or for socializing and things like that. Like I was laughing to myself yesterday. I was picking up my daughter from school and I was wearing a big tie dye hoodie and Crocs. And I was thinking that we have this call and this recording today. And it was like making me laugh to myself. Cause I'm like, this is probably not, not the attire that's that the I, vibe. that's not the vibe. <laughs> my poor daughter is like, mom, don't come to the front door. I'm like, okay, now I'm even being one of those embarrassing parents in her life. <laughs> So can you tell us just, I guess, quickly for people that aren't aware, what, would, what does it mean to work with someone like yourself, like a style coach? Like, what could that look like for people? So right now I have um, a couple of different options. So if you want something like completely self-led, I have a workshop called how to shop online, like a stylist, it will teach you, you know, how to assess, you know, the things that you see online, online, when you're shopping online for, you know, lines and details, how they're going to manipulate your body and things like that. So that it greatly reduces, if not completely eliminates your return rate. Like a lot of the times now we treat our houses like the dressing room, you know, we order, you know, a bunch of clothes, we try them on at home, and then we have to go through the whole hassle of actually returning the things that we don't like. It's disappointing because we're excited to get these things. And then all of a sudden they don't look how we expected them to look. So it kind of eliminates that feeling is you are confidently able to order the things that you ordered and you know that when they get to your door you're going to love the way that everything looks on your body so that's an option that's um, a self-led workshop that you can go through um, until the end of this year so the end of 2021 um, I have the one-on-one Embody and Elevate styling experience. It's a seven-week transformative styling experience where we work together in a one-to-one capacity. So there is um, a week of pre-recorded self-led work and then um, six weeks of um, one-on-one, one-hour Zoom calls, one call per week. In the new year, um, I'm going to be reformatting that one-on-one experience into an actual group experience. And I'm going to be changing the way that I work in a one-on-one capacity with clients. Um, so if that would be something you're interested in, you have to the end of the year to hop in on that. And then at the end of this week, so right when this kind of podcast is going to kind of be coming out, um, I have a new program launching all around using your style to shift to an abundance mindset and actually manifest a thousand dollars over the 22 um, days of the container. So those are the offers that I have 
right now, as well as I have the free um, resources that I mentioned to you that I'll send you the links for as well. And then there's all kinds of, of free stuff that I put out on Instagram as well, tips, tricks, insp inspiration. Um, so that is also a really, really good spot to kind of just come into my world and absorb the energy and, you know, see what I'm all about. Um, so I would love to see you all head over and say hi to me on Instagram. I love it. I love what you have on Instagram. It's absolutely, it's really good stuff. So definitely give, give you yeah. like, give a bit of a, a follow, um, take a look at that and I'll put all your links to everything that you've mentioned in the show notes as well for everyone. Cause it's, this is great stuff. And I think, um, some of those tips and things like that, those sound amazing. And a reminder to people, if it, this does feel overwhelming, if you have felt, you know, a little bit out of touch or haven't given this the time and attention it needs, you don't have to do it alone absolutely reach out to someone like, you know, reach out to Courtney, reach out to someone and, and don't think that this is, yeah, a, a sole mission that you have to do all alone. So that's why, that's why she's here. That's why we do what we do. Right. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Courtney. This has been a great chat. I love this conversation. Yeah. It's so important. It's such an important one. I think the audience is going to love this. It's not something we've talked about on the podcast before, but something that is very important for us to be talking about. Um, cause the inner work, the outer work, it all has to be aligned. Like you said. So I love that yeah. so much. It's a, it's a harmonious dance. I like to call it a dance. They kind of have to dance together. If one is moving and the other one's not it, it the other one's going to fumble, right? They need to, it's a dance. They have to work together. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Courtney. And thank you everyone for listening to this episode and we will catch you on the next episode. All right. Bye. I hope you found value in this episode. And because I'm such a proponent of taking confident action, I want to pose a question to you, the listener. What is one action that you feel inspired to take after listening to today's episode? If you enjoyed listening, please subscribe and share with your friends and family. Thank you so much, and I will catch you next time.